The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. Welcome back to another delectable episode of Marty's Music Kitchen. I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall. Today we're in for a culinary treat with the fabulous Gourmet Girls Cooking Group. These culinary friends, Jerry, Cinda, Christy, and Anita, have been cooking together since 1973, and their passion for food and music is delicious, inspirational, and fun. We're creating a menu from bottom to top, starting with mushroom and Gruyere puff pastry delights, savory meatballs with creamy Worcestershire gravy, and a zesty kale medley drizzled with a cilantro orange bliss dressing. And for dessert, well, come with me and you'll be pleasantly surprised on this episode of Marty's Music Kitchen. So hello, ladies. Hi, Marty. Hi. Welcome to the Marty's Music Kitchen podcast. I am so excited you're here. You are the gourmet group. Did I get it right? Yes. Yes. So I did hear there was some dissension in the ranks about what you're actually called. Gourmet well, that girls. Was, that was new. It's always been group since group. I've been. Oh, here. Gals. see, since you've been, and you've been a member for how many years? Twenty-seven. Oh my gosh, twenty-seven years. It's so not yeah. Not as many as. Some of us are even older. It started in 1973, I think. Go around and give me your first names. Jerry. Cinda. Christy. Anita. Anita. Jerry started it. And Jerry started it. Jerry, do you start most things? Mm-hmm. Are you the, uh, you know, what do they call that when you start something? You ignite it, you know. And then I sit back and let everybody do the work. You saw my way to do it today. Hey. Cook at this one. <laughs> she I know. Her. Well, yeah. um, we actually did some cooking in the kitchen before we started here, um, and we were making this glorious dessert. Um, who wants to tell me about it? Well, I could start. I was. I'm always looking for something that is, has chocolate, and Ina Garten has. She's my go-to gal for just about everything I cook. Uh-huh. It's, it's simple. There's not too many techniques. So I decided to do that because we often use each other as guinea pigs. We very rarely bring something we've already cooked because it gives you an opportunity to try something new. Right. And that makes it fun. And sometimes we've had some failures, which we can get around to, or we've repeated stuff that's been very good. Really? We've mm-hmm. repeated beef wellingtons and Cornish game hens and I think of specific of appetizers. Rack of lamb. Many of our appetizers okay. we repeat. So, I mean, I just figured the stamp of approval from a gourmet group that has been together as long as you have, has the food has to be good, right? It is. It is. I mean, fantastic. Mostly it is. As well as the wines. (laughs) That and wine. So we've tried many a wine. Many a wine. And I did, Mm -hmm. uh, I brought two bottles. I bought you a bottle from one of my favorite wineries, Jay Wrigley Winery out in Sheridan, Oregon. Um, And uh, I know um, wine is very much part of your your group as well. So we're going to get along great, ladies. That's going to be great. So we made a, (laughs) we made a chocolate 
brownie, brownie pudding. 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 Chocolate so brownie it's pudding. It's kind of like a molten cake, maybe ish, yeah. mm -hmm. where it's gooey in the middle and sort of crunchy on the top, theoretically. That sounds really delicious. And if it sucks, then we'll put some ice cream on it and you'll never know. <laughs> That's right. And we'll never there's know. Always a, there's always a backup. You know, a, a backup plan. Yes. We try not to have failures. So tell us the story, Jerry, about how this group got started. Okay, I was teaching at Oregon City High School right out of college, and I didn't have any friends because I was teaching at four schools a day. But the Four second, schools a day? Yeah, three elementary, so three classes. I had 12 car. classes a day. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah, it wow. was brutal. But I got the job guaranteed that if I found out how to make it full-time, I could go to the high school, because none of the middle school teachers wanted that job at all. So I said, sure, I can do that. And you're well, a music teacher, teaching right. music, right. So I did that, um, and then my friends in the lunchroom finally got to meet me, because I could actually s stay and have lunch, and they liked me. And so they asked what? me, what? <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> so then they asked me to join their bunco group, and I didn't know how to play bunco, and I'm not one that likes to fail. So I showed up, and they were going to cook some Mexican food, and I just said, why don't you just let me cook? You guys can play. Uh -huh. So I mentioned my thrill of cooking, and they liked what I did. And they asked, why don't we just make it a cooking group? And I said, great, I'll never learn to play bunco. It's fine. Uh, and I, I held to, to that. Never we, We've never played bunco. No. no. So then we uh, ended up having a rotation of people over the years. People got, they got married, they moved away, et cetera. And so we added people that they were an acquaintance of one of us in the group. So. Anita came next. Chris okay. Van Auken came. Yes. Because Chris and I were buds. So Chris Van Auken, that's who Chris. you're talking about. And yep. Chris Van Auken is no longer with us, but she was a dear friend and an incredible musician and also a music teacher and a pianist and just incredibly involved in education as you two are. I'm going to introduce you in just a second. But um, yeah, she so didn't really like to cook, though. Chris didn't? Nope. No. Not all that much. <laughs> no. no, she, she liked to When it was by. at her house, which is you get every year it's at your house, the rotation gets to you, she would just go, Ugh. and she had like one, two out, uh, appetizers she could cook or prepare because that's what she could do. And then Cindy and I would jump in to test the, to meat, the meat before she created well, it. The meat. <gasps> so it was a uh, cooking collaboration. Right. And yes. it was just a chance to get together. And we used this group to support each other in all kinds of ways. So it's mm -hmm. been great. So it's a big friendship, and I always recommend, um, I have a daughter that's in her 30s, get a circle of friends mm -hmm. over what it could be cooking or whatever you're interested in, because it's so important to have that backup. So, mm -hmm. uh, and so I understand there was uh, some kind of a discussion when um, Chris passed on about whether you would find another cooking addition yeah. to this fabulous yeah. group. Yeah. Or we, had a, we had a hard time because we... We have always, had always, through Chris, had six people in our group, and Chris and Christy, sister-in-laws, and so we, it was a really tight group. And so when Chris passed, we just went, whoa. So yeah. We just never going. went back to six. So we, we've yeah. always, yes. well, we've I, always been six. I can imagine that it would be tough, um, because you have all this relationship, right? And it could be uh, challenging really that, you know, for example, if I joined your group and, you know, you guys did your inside joke and you were all laughing and I'd be like, ha, 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 that was <laughs> what are we talking about? And, you know? and, and you'd say, what year did that happen? Oh, yeah. that was 1986. Oh, <laughs> yes. And Marty was a wee child. I was, well, I, yes, I was a wee child. Let's just go with that. So, actually, Jerry, you were my high school music teacher. Cool. 
and um, later my mentor and now just my really good friend. Good friend. And we know each other's stories. We know so many of her stories because I knew your children before they were born and I babysat them and they're all grown up now and married, um, you know, with dogs and, you know, grandchildren on the way and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. fun times, right? It's been mm -hmm. fun. And yes. We've had that, light, that long connection, which is great. Every once in a while I go, I have to talk to Marty. Yeah, every once in a while I, I just call you up and say, gift. how's it going? What's going on? Well, and you know, it's funny because you are the one uh, that recruited me to go into the Oregon Repertory Singers. And that was a long time ago. I was gone out of state for many years. I performed in Seattle, I did a lot of that. And then I came, went to Colorado um, and I stayed for almost nine years, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I finally came back. And every, as soon as I hit the state, Jerry's like, you know, there's this group called Oregon Repertory Singers. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. And she goes, no, really, here's free tickets. Yeah, but no, really, here's more free tickets. You should come, <laughs> you should come sing with us, Marty. And eventually I did, and then I was on the board of directors for five years, and then uh, I was with Oregon Repertory sing, uh, Singers for 17 seasons. Oh, really? oh whoa. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, with Gil, mostly, and then a yeah. little bit with Yeah, conductor Gil Seeley. And same with me. Were you part of the original group? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm You were right. part of the original, no, too. No, no, you weren't. Oh, no, no not no. the original. Like, I started in 80. Oh, 1980. Well, because she was my student teacher, and I said, you got to join yeah. this group. I'm a big recruiter. Um, you guys, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And didn't you? Um, I mean, you, have, Cinda, you have this amazing voice. Um, didn't you? Did you do opera at one point? I can't. Oh. I just mostly did art, so all art songs, and soloed a lot in Oregon rap, though. Right. And you and I have known each other for many years as well. I've always heard the stories of this group, but I've never actually been to a group meeting because you know you have to be. You have to be have elevated to right. certain status to be able to walk in the door. So. That's right. Yeah. So um, you uh, both were educators at one point as well, right? Yes. Of some kind. So what I was a speech pathologist. Worked speak? in Portland for a while, and then I worked in my last part of my career was in Beaverton. No. And but been retired for eight years. And Chris sort of, I guess, maybe recruited me she did into yeah. the gourmet Chris group and, and because she is your was your sister-in-law sister-in-law my husband and chris are siblings and so i remember my kids saying oh mom you have to join it was like this is elite uh, sorority group or something i thought well, I don't know. It's how, long, how many times a year do you have to do this? <laughs> I can cook. She's <laughs> a great cook. Man. So, so here you are. It's been 27 years. So, and I've heard I I've heard up. a rumor that you've never actually committed. That's why well, to really. the group. I not you really. just I never show said up. Yes. I never she said still, yes. I never said no. <laughs> She's still trying us out. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Anita, how did you come into the fold? Chris Van Aken. Chris Van Gosh, Chris was like. Yeah. Things that weave us together. She, yeah, she taught. She music. was an instigator. Yeah, That's the word I was looking for earlier. She taught yeah. music in our school. Yeah. And she talked about this group. And I kept saying, well, if there's ever an opening, I'd like <laughs> to be invited. <laughs> yes. And there was. And so I joined. And You found yeah. one of your best buddies there, Mo, who you're yes, traveling Yes, with. yes. Yes, um, Mo came. Mo uh, yeah, too. she comes as a guest once in a while. So if someone's. Tom. 
thinking about starting a group, I mean, how do, how have you made this so successful? Like, how often do you meet? I, well, we meet whatever now four times a year plus four we try to go to Sun River and do some stuff. One thing we agreed on early on is no boys. No boys. Yeah. It's really hard to get. We well, there's be, a there's a man in well, the kitchen yeah, right now. <laughs> we let them have one meal once in a while because I was in another gourmet group at from Oregon City High School, and the husbands didn't like each other. The women liked each other fine, but the men. Hey, what do you do for the? He's not my type, you know. I was wrong. so we had to do a match of guys and girls, which is too hard. Mm -hmm. So just stay in your lane. Just women. Stay if you decided it. to be friends. Stay that way. The men, we would we have dinners once in a while, so they don't feel completely excluded. In the yes. You know, it's summer. funny. I watched a, I watched a Hallmark movie the other day. Yes, occasionally I watch Hallmark movies, <laughs> and uh, not often, but every once in a while. And um, there were two guys sitting at the other end of a table. And one guy careers the other guy, you know. And he said, well, "Let's not bother them. They're two women." talking they're just catching up talking about life and the guy's trying to get a date and he's like so uh you know we're here sitting at your table and he's like and the other day I just shook his head and got up and left the table because really they were they were so engrossed in their conversation that just like guys need their man caves and their mm -hmm. you know alone time or you know recharge many ways this is a, a it seems like it's a recharge for you as well oh, yeah. it is yeah. well I remember once my husband saying he was in the house somewhere and he made a comment after everybody left. He goes, does anybody ever let someone talk without all five of you talking? And I went, mm. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> because you just, we, you get to know each other so well that you just finish, you literally finish each other's sentences sometimes. Or so it is like a relationship. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And we've had no bumps, yeah. really. No bumps. But you've no, got to give yeah. kudos to the husbands though, right? Yes. Do they get fed? Once a year. Sure. Yes. Do they Once get jealous? Yes. yes. We always, I think <laughs> we might get jealous. He doesn't care, but he just cool. gets fed. We get fed, <laughs> yes. There were times that we, like, when we're here, usually we'll say, hey, Eric, join us. Love that there's just four of us. But I'd say for many of our years, we were a little bit like, this is girl time, bye bye. But we would save a, we'd save a plate. Yeah. You know, right. But there were six of nice us, of you. so it made a difference. Yeah, when you're six, mm. six was the major part of our life. Right. Yeah. Um, that's how we so divided that, the meals. That's how we what divided the What is this that meals. you're... Well, I thought, I, I thought I'd just show you. This is a little chart that Anita makes for us every year. Okay, so it says month. Uh -huh. uh, it's in columns. It right. says month, main, appetizer, salad, dessert, and vino. Yes. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. used All to be now. vegetable on there. <laughs> yes, and there used to be Nobody vegetable. Wants vegetable. And no Nobody one wanted wants vegetable. vegetable. Oh, Is really? So now the main no. dish person no. is the one that... Um, I don't know ends up going, oh, I really it's want asparagus with my dish. So sometimes oh, the main dish person ends up doing a side veggie and a starch of some kind. But yeah, this little chart we work out in September. Right. Because it, it's always been for years and years, September, close. October, yeah. December, and then again in like March. Mm -hmm. In yeah. May, we always we're so about, six members six times a year, and uh -huh. we used yeah. to always started out with a brunch, oh, yeah. going out for a brunch. That's right. Then we the would start our six rotations, and then we'd end going out to dinner. But that kind of fell by that the wayside. Wow, it's that weird. is a lot of food. I mean, frankly, that's a lot of wine. Yeah, 
Well, well we've, oh. we've changed in the sense that <laughs> we used to be pretty formal about has to start with a brunch, has to end with a gourmet dinner in a fine restaurant downtown. And now, now. we're kind of like, is anybody going to get organized for next month? I think that just we've evolved. Yeah, we it's just busy. real come. Yeah. Well, and you all yeah, travel it depends a on bit. schedules. Now schedules. that we're all retired, it's impossible. Now that we're traveling, traveling it's harder it makes to get a difference. it together. Yes. When we were all teaching, it was like it was like clockwork. You, yes. We just knew when it was. Uh -huh. We booked it way in advance. So, how did you manage? I can't imagine. I mean, do you all have children? I have no, children. No, some well, step on for me. But so no. three of yeah. two, two of you have yeah. children. Yeah. How did? any of you manage to have like a life and teaching. I know what it is to teach. It is a big commitment and still manage to keep this group together oh, for so many years. Oh, that's what kept us sane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had to get together to complain about our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and we try to avoid the traffic. weekends because of traffic, traffic <laughs> having to cross town. All day just setting in. Can we just <laughs> and, and drinking. I mean, when we get into stories, we, we have some interesting ones yes well we're into stories now what do, what do you want to tell us <laughs> well I think it'd be kind of fun to share a couple things um, one thing that I want to share is over the years this is an unbelievably we have put together a notebook this <laughs> page falls out that's falling apart. and I'll, all I'll say about it that's pretty cool is it starts this particular notebook started in January of 1985 wow. and it lists Appetizer, salad, veggie, main, and dessert, what the name of the recipe was, who made it, and it kind of started typed, and then I became the recipatorian, so this is my little brag moment, and made a little fancy plate. So I'm gonna, and it's I'm called recipatorian. Well, they we coined me as recipatorian. It's a word. Historian, like historian, um, historian, but historian, but it's like historian, yeah. but recipatorian. Yeah, yeah, that's and what I was called. Is, and and is recipes. that what you named yeah. this book? That's what I yeah. just call it, the gourmet recipe book. Wow. But what was cool was lot, many times when we meet, we'll be sitting there having dinner, and we'll go, "Whoa, this meal is spot on." Like, yeah. like we get really excited and go, Do this you note that? is a keeper. Oh, yeah. So we would note it like I would put stars. Can I, may I look yeah, through absolutely. a little bit so while you're talking about it? Yeah, absolutely. And, God, and this so, thing is like, each, so each person would bring their recipe and we'd lay them all out. And your job was at the end to go around and make sure you got your five recipes to go along with yours. And we always printed them. And then I would take them home, type it up and give it to them in a packet and the that's time. how they evolved and wow personally for me anyway until maybe a couple years ago we all got i was using it a lot like i would say having some people for christmas dinner and so i'm going to go back and make anita's cornish game hens and jerry's pearl onion dish and christie's dessert and i would just use exactly that <laughs> So you get a menu. Set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm. I just pulled up a menu. Uh, this is from December 10th because you guys, mm -hmm. uh, you keep bringing up Christmas. Uh, this is December 10th. I want you to guess what year it is. So uh, this is a star. Are you ready? This is the star quiz. One. Ready? Uh, you had warm artichoke dip with pumpernickel bread. That was uh, That was Carol actually. Carol. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lettuce uh, mandarin salad. That was Christy. We had asparagus and prosciutto bundles. That was Jerry. 
We had a main of salmon glazed with honey and mustard. That was Chris. Yes. Uh, and that dessert was mocha and raspberry uh, trifle. Mm -hmm. That was Cinda. Mm -hmm. um, and then the wines were the 1985 uh, Girardet, Oregon. I don't know how to say it. G-A-R-A-D-E-T, Oregon, Pinot. I don't know. Not in and then a Ravenswood oh, Vinters blend Zinfandel. That would be great. That. So that's your December tenth. What year was it? Okay. Uh, it would have been two. Miss Carol was still in. Two thousand something. No, ninety-seven. I would say ninety-seven. Ninety-six. 97. Oh. Any other guesses? Uh, it was actually 1999. Oh. So you were so close. Well, this is super fun. I chose this one because it has that star and it says, good munch. Oh, yeah, see? Or something. Uh, good, good menu. Good menu. menu. <laughs> I thought it said good munch. Good and menu. Your handwriting. And look at this. This and is actual look. recipe cards. Yeah. Oh, Gee, wow. You know, you need to be organized. I was, I was the one that organized You it. do a good job, the right. recipitorian. Recipitorian. Yeah, yeah, you guys should call yourselves well, and you, like, know what, you know what's even funnier? <laughs> the recipitorians. Yes. What's even more funny well, to think about is I not only put the recipe in there, but then I made sure that that month and date went in order in the book. You guys are oh crazy organized. So the other tabs in here are... They're all organized by appetizer, mm. soup and salad, vegetable, main, yeah. dessert, wine, She's and amazing. miscellaneous. And so my, this is and very my, And impressive. my beautiful stepchildren, when I pass, will just go, oh, seriously? No. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, when my, when my father passed uh, over five years ago, his name was Carl, he was a hell of a good cook. Yep. And mm -hmm. he and my mom both, uh, when I was growing up, did a lot of cooking for friends and family and gatherings and things like that. And he, they had all these, similar to what's in this book, many, um, you know, photocopies of recipes or actual recipe pages from magazines and or the, uh, the Oregonian when they had, you know, mm -hmm. uh, full day. print oh, yeah. circulation. Love Love um, they had some really good recipes. I still have some of those. Oh, they're the best. But I, I had, had to it. go through this stack. I mean, literally, it was this giant oh. pile and decide what do we keep and what do we not? Because really, wow. it was like a photocopy from a newspaper or a magazine and what do you keep yeah, and what, so what do it doesn't necessarily do? appeal to me i have a couple of those this is yeah. what i go to um, so score. i'm gonna give this back yeah. to you uh, yeah. you know if you just uh lift that uh maybe that's why your arms are in such good shape <laughs> <laughs> Not, but yeah and, and we did i don't know what if it's like 2000 or maybe maybe actually 2020 we kind of like Stop. I just kind of stopped. Yeah. I was. I, tur a, I, turned, I turned respiratory over to Christy. I There's I no stopped. records. I think I did okay in for a while, but then yeah. it was like. My, oh, that my, makes me a little sad. I know. I admire it. That is a. Yeah, a, that's I a heck of a. 2006 is. I I must have another Pumpkin cheesecake book. brulee. Um, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> bread this is what pudding. We bring them to each other's house. We kept up with bringing them, and then. Somewhere I have a stack that's like this high of us continuing to bring the stack, but we just Did you continue the book? I didn't I didn't continue I did. the book, I but I would take the recipes and then if I liked it I'd, I'd keep it there we then, go, right? Um, are there any highlights that you can remember in dishes like oh my god? I remember yeah. talk about successes well, or failures. First give a couple successes <laughs> before we give a couple failures, okay? 
I think that my Cornish hands were. I've always gone back to your Cornish game hands with the orange glaze stuffed with the, um, with the brown or the wild rice and the rum um, raisin. Mm -hmm. Rum that's raisin. That's something that it sounds like you make at least once a year. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, the Cornish game hens at least once a year, and I also do beef wellingtons. I'm not sure which one of us brought that recipe in, but I so do that started often. started with the individual beef wellingtons. We had a beef mm -hmm. wellington. Got, mm -hmm. It was made on the show by Pete Peterson. Um, he is a, a, a barbecue, um, amazing, oh. and he barbecued it. Ooh. Oh, never so he barbecued the beef, that. and then he brought it in the house, let it rest, and then he wrapped it and baked it. Oh. And it was really good. But it would be. We, uh, we always do lamb. I mean, rack often. A lot of lamb. Often. Rack so, of it, lamb. like, if you look through the meats, I'm trying to think of some of the prime mains. The prime mains were like herb crusted rack of course, lamb. Of course, Chris never failed on dessert. No. No, she didn't. She <laughs> There's a reason Zupan is around. She yes. did a couple, yes. though, that I have repeated. The salmon. Dishes, the salmon. Salmon. She did a good and, job with salmon. Um, a uh, Indian. Uh, beef curry. Oh, oh that's oh, right. I've made I that about many times. That. Yeah. Mm. That was yeah. hers. Forget it. That was well, you know, it from a magazine. Um, yeah. Amher, uh, my recording engineer extraordinaire, he makes a lot of the recipes from the show. In fact, we just mentioned that on the 50th episode. And, you know, he's he's gone home and made a lot of them. In fact, he did a repeat of um, John Dover. He's a trumpet player. He did a lazy man's dirty margarita, <laughs> which Ooh. is essentially... Um, I'm sorry, it's a lazy man's pina colada. Oh, oh yeah, let's get that straight. He made John Dover's lazy man's dirty pina colada. What made it dirty? Yeah, what's dirty? Well, it's got, uh, okay, a can of whatever pineapple you've got, as much Malibu, Malibu rum as you want. As you can handle. And ice. Ice. Whoa. And then you blend it. Whoa. And it's I'm telling you, it has a beautiful flavor. It was easily done, and uh, we even served um, virgin uh, pina coladas just by using the pineapple juice and the ice together. So um, that's a go-to easy one um, to do sometimes. So just super easy and fun and fruity for summer. Repeat that. Yeah. 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 We can remember that. that one. So what are some of the... I'm not going to say they're failures. Oh, my failure was when I was at her daughter's wedding. Yes. Well, what? It has, oh, has nothing to do with cooking. We were on one of our trips, which we'll talk about. We spend money and we travel oh, together. Yeah, um, I was ch charged with helping this uh, bridesmaid's dress was a little wrinkly, so I was ironing <gasps> it and then put a big iron mix. A complete hole, actually. A complete hole in her thing. Or whatever. Tap the front thing. of the dress. Before yeah. the wedding. Yeah. yeah, before the wedding. Mm -hmm. So they did a little punning that became a sash. They, she, they, the whole group just got together, the gals they got together. Did, yeah, one didn't of them even have to a pin. You, was this a stressful moment, Jerry? She laughed. Probably for her. <laughs> well, I just felt like, why did you give me that job? But I was trying to be you helpful. You could which, cook. You could have done yeah. the cooking. But I'm so I stick to it my was And Ray was the bridesmaid. She was actually She was great. She, she was, was great, great about it. She goes, no one's going to be looking at me. Yeah, actually, actually she was <laughs> so cool. Was I just remember yeah. going, yeah. oh, my God. This was kind of a special moment that I could have just destroyed. We were destroyed. Yes. and we were trying to yes. figure out how to get You weren't in charge of ironing the bride's yes. dress. And, I'm you not know. in charge of much of anything. <laughs> so so okay. some of our failures are just about things that happen when we're in yeah. our friendship on a trip, which we'll, we'll... Well, what's that blooper that you remember? My, my blooper, if we oh. get back to bloopers, uh, my blooper was I... It was Valentine's, February, and I decided to make meringues in the shape of hearts. And um, 
my mom had come out here to visit from Michigan, and she was she's come several times throughout our many years together. Loves this group. She's now ninety, and she can still name the people in the group. And she's felt so honored to get to go to Gourmet. So I said okay, and so she had brought a recipe with her out of Better Homes and Garden that she wanted me to make that had a cranberry topping um, just over like some type of a cream cheese type thing. And I said, oh, mom, no, we we go be up and beyond. I've got to make these meringue hearts. So I did. I served the meringues, and everybody goes to eat the meringue, and there's just this wanted to demonstrate, huh? Hockey. 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 And I remember oh. Jerry going, this is like a hard as a rock. <laughs> yeah. no. like, yes. Pulling out my fillings. Yeah. Like, and I take pride in my desserts, right? We all have something we love what we do. And and so Jerry, I do believe actually even did did you lose a filling? I felt like I was pulling out a filling in my mouth. I did, then I stopped eating right away. I went, this is not gonna work. And wow, I that's was, a pretty serious. I remember going into laughter because that's I dedication. Knew. I'm going to lose a tooth for this group. Well, and I knew not only did I have to make light of it and and go into complete hysterics because all the way home. And you were trying to impress them. My mom. We were fine. Yeah. Every, yeah everybody well, everybody fine. in the group were used to this, right? It happens. But, but my mom, who again, who's nutty, was just like impression management to death. And all the way home, I was living in Gresham at that time, she was just like, you have failed me as a daughter. <laughs> she nailed me over oh, this meringue. Embarrassed wow. me. You embarrassed me. me. You should have just made my that was she was so mad that she didn't make her dish yeah it she uh, may not have liked it anyway. uh, Cinda, I'm so sorry. yeah that might be true and then my other one very fast is just that um i made a broccoli a very oh. lovely broccoli soup actually and decided that i wanted to keep it warm right up until the last minute and while i was traveling so i put it in a crock pot and i put the crock pot on the floorboard in the front of my, maybe it's a former husband for a reason, in my former <laughs> husband's car and <laughs> traveled off to Gourmet and I couldn't control a churn and it, the whole crock pot of creamed <gasps> broccoli soup went from front to back oh, and I mean wow. the floorboard was this thick because oh, it was wow. a big crock pot. And we never cleaned it. And that we, was the end I of the mean, marriage. We, we never. It, it really <laughs> well, wasn't the right time. We missed out on our soup. But oh, yeah, yeah, we missed it. Yeah, the soup was gone. The car we had to deodorize to the point Sometimes. that we mm -hmm. somehow sold it. But so, every time you would turn the heat on, there was cream. Blessed oh, learned so far. Woo. If you're in the gourmet group, don't iron bridesmaids dresses well, you have no and talent. don't transport cream of broccoli soup in the front of the car yes in a crock pot crop. okay and don't make what mine. are what are some lessons learned over here oh, well, got a good one. mine and they can all attest to it as i say it because i am not a good wine person i have learned since and i now belong to a wine group i we were having something at call for red wine and i knew nothing and i went to a wine store that don van Aken recommended and i brought this wine and it was called Spaghetti Red, and I got laughed out. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Oh. It was like vinegar. So it's kind of what I was. You couldn't I didn't know. Your blooper was bringing a wine that you didn't know. 
That's right. And then that we, we used <laughs> it used to be when there were six of us, one person always brought the wine for the meal. Oh, yeah, all the wines. All the wines. Yeah, so right, yeah. there was a lot of spaghetti red that no one could drink. I have to tell you that you're not alone. Um, Anita, I too was once, uh, I did not know wine at all. I think I went to one wine tasting and I didn't realize that the little thing was there for a reason. Well, you know, spit to, to spit thing or you dump your remainder of your glass. And this yeah. particular wine tasting was a really heavy pour. <laughs> Which means that they give you more than just like a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was drinking it, and I it was it was very difficult for mm -hmm. me to make it through the rest of the day because I was quickly lit. Let's just say that. Yeah. And now with my partner Todd, he actually introduced me mm -hmm. to some amazing wineries yeah. yeah. that I cannot yeah. say enough good about. There's Winderly amazing winery. I mean, I send it to my friends all over the country now. And we've got Canis Feast, mm -hmm. that's in Carlton, Oregon. And they specialize in Italian varietals. And Ooh. they have a bocce court, um, and they have a gourmet chef that always does little mini meals uh, for two when you come and do the wine pickup. It is amazing. Their Bricko Red is a good go-to. Oh. Well, see, I joined Domaine de Broy, the winery, which what is it, what is it? Domaine de Broy, which oh. is a Frank de Coppola winery. Oh, yes, actually, we yeah. had that yeah, wine good. at a wine tasting. It it's, was outstanding. It's phenomenal. And yeah. the, the tasting room was gorgeous in it. Burned down. Burned down. And oh. Frank DeCoppola had like his cars from his the movies and he had all these oh, memorabilia. When did this happen? About two years ago. And they're oh. trying to rebuild. I didn't but know that. He's apparently is working on a movie now. And so all the plans he doesn't get around to doing it, but he's still maintaining the Oregon one. Oh I'm and so glad. They're gonna use the burnt out car as part of the oh, cool. The decor and wow. all the melted records is going to be into uh, yes. I'm a well, I better Valley. try some. I'm a um, you know, I also, excellent. Um, what about you? What have you? What is a memorable error? I'm, I'm sure I've had several, but the only one I could really remember was a is it panna cotta? We yeah. talked about this before. Yeah. A dessert, yeah. and then it has uh, gelatin in it, it so it's supposed gel. to set up, and it just for some reason didn't set up. I don't know if I had pour gelatin or, or wet, White, and it was right. basically just liquid. A pan of oh, liquid. Oh, there was a pan of liquid. Did you eat it? I think we could drink it. Yeah, I think, I think the, we drank the, it. Yeah, the, sure. Probably tasted it good. It tasted good. The flavor's good. Yes. You know, rich flavors, probably but cream and sugar, and I don't know what was yeah. wrong. That's okay. I've that. made cookies without sugar before. <laughs> Again, I am not a baker. Who was the margarita people? That would be me and Mom. Oh, what happened me. with the margaritas? Well, when we came, experimenters which were, was were like three smashed. sheets to the wind I trying was, to find the best recipe. Yeah, I was really? bring the tequila and Mo said I've got everything else because sometimes, in fact I wanted to mention that, many of our years we did themes, not ever, for the whole year, but we uh -huh. would say doing a Mexican theme this time, we're doing a Thai theme this time, we're doing a now we don't theme, but often we would theme. And so this particular was the theme of Mexican food. And I, we still had our wines, but Mo said, I really, it's at my house. I really want to start with margaritas. And I said, well, I've got a good recipe. I so I brought the tequila. She had everything else. And we decided that we should get there earlier than everybody else because we really didn't know what we wanted it to taste like. Well, by the time everybody else got there, 
we were not in a good place. <laughs> you'd, you'd become uh, past the point of no return on that? Yes. Yes, yes, because we had zero food. The app very had not happy. gotten there yet. So very anyway, happy. those kinds of things happened. And I remember that particular a one. Few I, over those many, many years. Well, I remember few. that particular one. I got home safely. In, I lived in Canby at that time. But I took out, when I was parking the car, a row of rose bushes. <gasps> uh, this is the rose bush margarita is, store. You should is, not have been driving. This is, no, this is the former husband who also had the This is lessons learned. In the Don't drink car. and drive. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Perfect. So that, that was, that was literally 1983. Wow. I remember the year. Yeah. So why don't we um, uh, take a quick break and by the magic of audio, um, why don't we bring out our meal and then talk about the various dishes. Cool. What do you think? Okay. Sure. All right. Special thanks to Dr. Ethan Sperry for the use of the Oregon Repertory Singer's recording of The Renner by Josh Rist. So welcome back, ladies. We're, we're toasting. Here's to um, being the interloper here in the Gourmet Girls Gourmet Girls. Group. Cheers, okay, cheers, 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 cheers. Cheers. Glad to have here, you here. here. Clink. We have to clink. Hold on. All right. What we've, we've magically, now we've all played it up. Um, what are we eating, and what order do I eat it in? This is a broccoli, kale, Brussels sprout, carrot, red cabbage that I did pull all of those things and chop them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a cilantro, orange juice, olive oil, mm. dressing, and cranberries and pepitas and sunflower seeds mm -hmm. all in there. I wanted a oh. crunch to go with our main. This is a really good salad. I'd never even had pepitas mm -hmm. until we were um, in an oh, interview last fall with Shoehorn, who is a tap dancer. He tap dances while he plays his saxophone. Oh. Oh, he's so talented. Oh my gosh. Anyway, really? he made pepitas with persimmons oh, yeah. in a oh, salad. Double crunch. It was really good. But if you need more dressing. Whoa. Oh, it's delicious. I have more dressing. All right, so, and then what is this main dish we're looking at here? Um, mm -hmm. mm. Swedish meatballs. I've made them before, not for gourmet, but mm -hmm. um, I have to eat this salad first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. But I've made it um, for Christmas probably 
for here for my family, extended family. Um, maybe three Christmases in a row now. Aww. Mm. Serve it over mashed potatoes, and we also usually serve lingonberry sauce. Mm hmm I recently Good made player. a meatball recipe. Um, you know, I'm I'm all about speed in my kitchen, yeah. but I still want to eat well. Right. So yeah. I take uh, yeah. frozen meatballs. Yeah. Uh, there've been a lot of meatballs on the show lately. They're delicious, mm -hmm. and they're so easy, a healthy meal. You but know, these so these are from I, scratch. Yeah. They're delicious. Mm -hmm. Very good. I take them in uh, to, you know, I bake them up and I made up a sauce that was like with a, a little bit of French onion soup, like a half a packet of that and mm -hmm. like a can of beef broth and, you know, I thickened it up um, at the beginning with a little, a lot of onion, um, some garlic and a little, just a mm -hmm. hint of flour. Yummy. Then I put in the beef broth and then that onion soup mix, mm -hmm. you know, just like a traditional Lipton. Mm -hmm. I, I threw about a half a packet, and it came out really, really good. And then I serve it over my new favorite, mm, good one. which I featured in the last show, which is a cauliflower risotto mm. um, from Green oh. Giant yeah. that you get frozen mm. that comes with asparagus and mushrooms and things like that, and mm. you just basically put whatever twist you want on it, and oh. it's quite good. So that's what I've been doing lately. Mm -hmm. yep. sure. One thing we haven't talked about, though, is our, oh. what we do at each gourmet. Oh, what you do yeah. at each one? At one time, <laughs> we, 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 we have more. We, we way back when we'd draw names at Christmas and have an, a limit in, of what we'd spend, and then we'd make a list. Until one time, Cinda got a not so nice gift, and that was the we end of that. Out the girl, though. So, uh, what we do now? Every time we get together, we put in forty dollars during the meal. Sometime, if I, I take care of it. Mm -hmm. We have gone on. Um, Santa Fe. Or we took a cooking took, class. Took a class, paid for Santa Fe, a cooking class. Wow. And then we went uh, to the Ellison Inn. That was last Chris, Chris's last venture with us. Where's the Ellison Inn? In Newburgh. It's poor. Mm. It was incredible. incredible. We, we, we spent $5,000 a day and a half. In a day and a half. We had saved this money. This money. And we knew our dear Chris was this was it. Not so we went long one day we took her took on a hired a car, went wine tasting. Spot it. And we the next spa, day we all spot it. We got two whatever we wanted, massages, pedicures or whatever. Mm -hmm. so and right now we're Chris. saving and we have about a little over two thousand dollars. And we're building that bank account to go on another trip. And we also bought wine at Went the Ellison mm. Inn. Yeah, so $5,000. That's how we spent it. Oh, the Inn, yeah. And we had dinner pretty expensive. And it was my... And we went out to dinner. Yeah. Rented a birthday to van, van yeah. and they it took was, us yeah. everywhere so we didn't have to drive. We learned not to drive. Well, that is a beautiful story. And thank it, you so much for yeah. sharing that. Here we are with dessert. But first, I want to mention the appetizers that um, we talked about in the kitchen, but it didn't make it on this recording. And they were fantastic. Um, they were a tart with mushroom, onion, and what am I missing? Gruyere. Anyway? Gruyere. Gruyere. There's more. Gruyere cheese and another cheese that I tasted at when I was there. She goes, oh, you got to try this. So I had, did half and half. It's Annabella or something. I'd never heard of it. So I mix those two, and it's the balsamic vinegar that you add when you're sauteing the onions. I think that makes a huge difference. Onions. And, and then you center them in the puff pastry. Yes, you take puff pastry. That's the easy part. Well, no, you don't have to make it. You just roll it out and try to visualize 
two inch squares. Oh, <laughs> two inch squares. Which you so did good. Visualizing two inch squares. Well, they were. Yeah, yeah. Butter, you egg wash them and put a fork in the middle so it doesn't. So oh, yeah. Yeah. And Explode you in your oven. And you, and you said the recipe said 10 minutes for prep. 10 minutes for prep. It All took lies. me almost <laughs> two hours this morning. By the time you cut that everything. Is what we've learned. You don't ever follow the 10-minute prep. No, oh, prep. Yeah. they're not okay. correct. Unless they're necessary. That's a valuable onions. lesson. Unless you have a sous chef. Yeah. And then, then they forget to mention the saute part. Yeah. Which right. Takes oh, yeah. I will have to say, Ina's, of all the people I've used, are more accurate in the amount of time for prep. Everything else I go, 40 minutes, it said 10. Ah, they're never right. Which brings us to dessert, Jerry Sue. <laughs> well, it's five minutes overdone because we, when we put it in, nobody set the timer. But it's done. <laughs> and this and is? It's called brownie pudding, but it's more like oh. gooey brownie. I, well, oh. I'm okay with gooey. It works. Mm. No. It works. Should be good. It, it looks very good. moist. Mm. It's really moist. Mm -hmm. just it just gooey. doesn't have the pudding. Oh, right. Yeah, really oh, but really you good. thought it would be like a pudding consistency mm -hmm. in the middle? Mm -hmm. More moist than it's supposed to be a pudding. Mm. The top is crunchy. It doesn't matter because mm -hmm. the flavor is sublime. It is sublime. The top is crunchy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like the perfect warm and gooey so brownie. moist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No failures tonight. No Ooh. bloopers. Ooh, no yeah. bloopers no on this one. Bullets. These are. These are really good. When I first oh. told them about this I experience, and they went, huh? what are we supposed to do? Mm. Jerry, okay. I got lots of gooey fudge yeah, there. It's, yeah. it's mm. gooey. No, oh, yeah. spot on. It's, yeah, it is mm -hmm. spot on. Mm -hmm. So ladies, thank you for being so brave and being on my show. As we sit here eating chocolate and drinking oh red wine. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> and yeah, isn't it? It's so good with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I appreciate you. I just, um, I know you were like, what's a podcast? and had to we, kind of figure it out, to but do? what? About, yeah, we went into. There's wait. music. What do we have to sing? Yeah. <laughs> we normally relax. <laughs> mm. Well, again, thank you. Thank you. And um, I'm going to take some of these recipes home, especially this chocolate pudding, and make it. I'll write it for you. And the important part is and make sure delicious. you have a pan that fits in the oven. The pan that fits in the oven. Because it gets cooked in a water bath. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, thank you very much. Cheers to you. Oh, cheers. cheers. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Yes. Thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall. For everything about this podcast, be sure to check out the new website, martysmusickitchen.net. That's M-A-R-T-I-S musickitchen.net. This show is made possible by the patrons on patreon.com forward slash Marty Mendenhall. Thank you, patrons. Also, a special shout out to Beverly, a new friend of the MMK family. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen. <laughs>